choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo. Yo, 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 what up? This is Kells. I'm at KMGZ on Twitter. I'm back. This is Thanks for Asking, episode 196. What's up, y'all? Um, how's everybody doing this week? Um, hope everybody's doing well. Um, alright, so, let's get started. Um, so, Yours and Negritude is going out to Stacey Abrams. Uh, I did not watch your president's State of the Union, um, because I just am uninterested. Um, I just waited for Stacey Abrams' response, and it was not long, it was short, it was concise, it was to the point, it was great, and it was, it was competent, and it was coherent, and it was on, 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 what is it? It was pertinent to the issues of the day, and it was just like, like, the thing that I fear most about this is that I, I really fear that we will never get back to excellence. And it's not even so much Trump. I feel like Trump actually is a a symptom or is the is the manifestation of the illness that has actually been brewing and festering for a long time and and which is People are just like terrible. People suck. People are weak ass bitches. And it's like I started noticing it, and I've said this before. Right around the time when I was graduating high school, it was seemed like, you know, I, listen, I don't I don't know. I just I don't I understand that we we evolve and we, when you know better, you do better, but I don't necessarily think that everything that we know is better, if that makes sense, like, this new thing we're doing, where, I remember when I was in school, like, some kids, you know, they had trouble with math, or they had trouble with English, they had trouble with whatever, and it was like, yo, you gotta, you gotta get a tutor, you gotta buckle down, you gotta learn this, or you're gonna get left back, and this social promotion shit started right about when I was graduating high school, and I just, I didn't think it was a good idea, and everybody gets a trope, this whole push to shit revolving around people's feelings, your your feelings are hurt because you don't make the team, I understand, but like, you're not good enough, you got cut because you're not good enough, and that's life, we're not gonna put you on the team because your feelings are hurt, like, it, life don't work, like, you're not good enough, I understand you wanna be an athlete and that's your dream, but you don't have the talent, the, the discipline, the execution to be an athlete, you don't, you're not an athlete, that is not your gift, and 
this thing that is, and it's been a steady beat of like, instead of forcing people to reach the standards because it's bullying, and everybody got some kind of fucking condition now, listen, I'm not trying to belittle mental illness or, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, I know that's a real thing, but I don't think everybody's claiming they got it, that's all I'm saying, and, and, and I, I just, you know, all this ADHD and anxiety, I know anxiety is a real thing, my nigga, okay, I, I, I am, I am an anxious person, you might not know it, because when people, when I am parroted back to me, how people tend to describe me, this is not me saying it, people tend to describe me, they say I always come across as very cool, very detached, very laid back, I am a bundle of nerves inside, I'm a cancer, we, all we do is overthink and analyze and all of that, on the inside, I am, I am highly anxious, I am always thinking, I am always calculating, I am always like, everything somebody says to me, I'm like, did they, did they, what do they mean by that, did they really mean that, are they really saying that, are they trying to play me, like, every, constantly, but, you don't see that on the outside, because I have said to myself, like, yo, like, you're bugging, <laughs> right now, you know what I mean, like, maybe some of what you're thinking might be, it might be legit, some of it might be not, but like, you're doing the most right now, you need to relax, you need to chill out, you need to calm down, you know, as much as you possible, act normal, be normal around people, you know, because, because I was raised that way, I was raised to where not everyone, if you acting like a fucking weirdo right now, like, stop this, people, you're making people uncomfortable, you know, what you're saying is, might be legitimate, but it's not the time, it's not the place, etc., my point is, we shifted from, like, people having to fucking adjust to their environment, to them, everybody expecting the environment to adjust to them, and that's how we get dumbed down, that's how we get facts are not facts, and that's how we get, oh, well, the math is too hard, oh, it's too much homework, look, you know, I hear parents complaining about homework, and actually, you know, I, I, I know sometimes, like, we had some teachers, they went overboard a little bit with the homework, like, come on, nigga, like, it's Friday, ain't nobody doing the homework over the weekend, save it, so I, I know that there's an issue, but I feel like it's gone too far, and I feel like it's been a build-up, and that's how we get Trump, that's how we get people who don't know anything, you know, arguing with experts, and believing all kind of fake news, because people are stupid, because we are not requiring people to be excellent, we are not pushing people to their best, we're letting people say, oh, well, that makes me anxious, and that makes me nervous, and so you don't have to do it, so we're gonna give you a bunch of pills, and everybody else gotta adjust because you're anxious, it's like, nigga, get the fuck over it, everybody is the fuck anxious, I'm anxious right now, but you know what, I gotta fucking live, and, and the world don't give a fuck about me being anxious, so you know what, I just gotta get over it, that's how I was raised, you know, and now we on this new shit, and not, don't get me wrong, like again, you know, we did a lot of things that we used to do that were bad, and they were unhealthy, and that we should not do anymore, but I don't think that's everything, and I don't think the shit we're doing now is healthy, because I don't think we're raising well-rounded, I think we're raising weak-minded in a people who think that the world revolves around their feelings, and who thinks that, you know, it's okay to have this fucking moronic president in, because the one I wanted to, the one person I want everybody to vote for, nobody voted for, so I'm just gonna throw a tantrum in if I can't get my way, like, I don't, I, I, I don't, I, I detest that, I detest that, and I detest you people who are like that, and I'm bringing that all the way back around to say that Stacey Abrams is like, this is what we should strive, this is excellence right here. This is somebody who is prepared. This is somebody who is, who is composed. This is somebody who 
recognizes the moment that she's in, what needs to be said, and who took time. Like she didn't talk for long because when you when you when you are prepared and when you're ready and when you and when you are concerned with being excellent, then you don't need a long time. We out here reading all y'all stink pieces and this essay and the essay because y'all are terrible writers. Some of you are right professionally. Some of you have blue checks. I wouldn't pay you to write my goddamn funeral pamphlet because you are horrible writers. But the bar is so low that it's, it passes for writing. I'm sorry. Like, some of you are legitimate writers. Like, I'm not taking none away from you. Y'all get paid. Y'all got bylines, all of that. Y'all are terrible writers. Your shit would be an F paper when I was in school. If you handed a lot of the shit y'all write into, like, not even talking about college, just my fucking 12th grade teacher, they'd be like, this is trash, you ain't got no thesis, where's your theme, this is wordy, your grammar is horrible, what is your main point, you, you can condense these five paragraphs down to one, what you're really trying to say is this, why do you have all these paragraphs, this is a non sequitur, that doesn't even follow, what is this here, nobody wants to read this, your tone is all up, like, it's horrible, but it suffices, because anytime somebody tries to say, hey, you know, um, this is not good. Oh, you're hating, or oh, you know, you're being fucking elitist, and like, all this stupid bullshit y'all be talking about, and that's why we where are we are. Nigga, like, like, there are standards, and you should try to reach them, because when you don't, when anything goes, and oh, well, who cares about knowing math? Like, math's too hard, let's change the math, because the kids can't understand it motherfucking kids have been learned, we sent people, we sent a man to the moon and rockets in the outer space on regular degular math, the math that, mathing since math been math, the same math that built the fucking pyramids that still stand in Giza, Egypt to this day, level, sturdy, not crumbling at all, that same math, is the math that we use to map out the stars and the planets and figure out gravity and, and, and understand how gravity works. And, you know, y'all seen hidden figures, the, the calculations you need to get the thrust that you need to fucking break through gravity and be able to, you know, go out of the atmosphere and come back in and not burn up. Like, so all, the, all the, the fucking shit, the bridges we build, the, the, the buildings we build, the, all the marvels of the world on that, on math regular ass math, and now because little Johnny can't sit his ass down long enough, or be the fuck quiet long enough, or, or practice his multiplication tables long enough cause you know, he's tired, or whatever other fuck ass excuse you wanna come up with now we gotta change the math because it's just too hard, it ain't been hard for the millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people coming before for generations to eons to learn but you're a little snowflake kid, cause you can't you're not, you haven't disciplined him enough and ingrained in his mind enough that this is the only thing that is important. I don't care about you itching. I don't care about you wanting to watch the cartoons. I don't care about you not feeling like it. I don't feel like working, but I have to. You don't feel like doing these multiplication tables, but you need to learn them. Because you don't want to do that. So math has to change, right? And so we don't want to use proper grammar, and we don't want to have to be restricted by the white pa- white patriarchal grammatical structure because back in Africa and Wakanda, people just used to work that shit out on a bongo, and then you just wrote it down and went home and figured it out later. So why I gotta write, you know, whole sentences? Bullshit. 
that people are on, that this is where, where we get to. And it was such a contrast. Hold on, y'all. I'm drinking tonight because I had a hard day, sorry. It was such a contrast. I didn't watch Trump. I didn't have to watch him. I've seen him before. I know what the fuck he sounds like a fucking idiot. It was such a contrast with what he, he was talking forever. I think he wasn't even done till like what, almost 11 o'clock? And saying nothing. I know he took that whole time to say nothing. I haven't watched the speech. Don't know nothing about the speech. I heard he said something about a wall. I've seen the little clips with Nancy and them clapping. Whatever. I have no interest in, in listening to him. But contrast that with what Stacey Abrams did. And it's like, I fear that we might not get back to that. Because even with that, there are people who don't... There are people who don't recognize excellence. They are so unfamiliar with it. They don't know, they don't know what it looks like. So you get things like what I was saying last week where they compare where these false equival- equivalencies. Oh, it's a two-side thing talking about Trump and Pelosi. Listen, I'm not a huge Nancy Pelosi fan. I never doubted her her qualifications for to do what she does. Never. All I said was, you know, I don't we need some new blood and the the map turned completely uh red Read under her because although she's a good deal maker and she's strategic, she don't know too much about these goddamn. Um, you know, she wasn't paying too much to these electrocolleges and shit, and that's how the shit got that point. And I still say that, but um, she is in no way in comparison to uh, Donald Trump. Can't carry her water. This woman is so far beyond that fucking imbecile that it's almost an insult that she, like, even has to be in his presence. That's how far more accomplished and competent and intelligent than that man that she is. But you have people who don't even recognize that. Like, last night, after everything was done, I was, I don't know, I think MSNBC was on or something because I don't watch, I, can't, I refuse to watch Fox, I don't watch CNN, I try not to watch the news, but if I do watch the news, I watch MSNBC, I recognize that MSNBC is a liberal bastion, and I don't believe in everything they say, but I watch MSNBC because when they report, they report the facts, okay, they don't twist the facts, their, their review of the facts may be super liberal, but the facts are what they are. They don't tell you lies. So that's why I watch MSNBC. They don't tell you lies. They don't do that false equivalency bullshit. They just say, look, this is what it is. And then their pundits will come on and say what they think. And I can ignore that or not. But they give me the facts. They're as close to BBC as you're going to get. Okay? And even on that, last night, I can't remember who it was. Somebody, they were just saying how, you know, they were giving Stacey Abrams, um, credit, and, and saying what I have said, and what I said last week, what I continue to say, had she not been cheated, she would be the governor of Georgia, and the person who follows her path, and who follows her pattern, is going to be the one to win a Democratic nomination, because she showed you how it should be done, she showed you how to do it, and so they were saying that last night, and, and somebody said, and you know, Stacey Abrams, actually, for all the, all the buzz we hear about Kamala Harris, and Corey, and all who's running and who's not running, they were like, she's actually the leader, the quote fingers leader, or the, or the, not, what is it, um, the, yeah, the leader of the Dems, like, she is the one who is pushing the agenda, who people look to her, and I think AOC is another one, who people look to, like, those are the reigning stars, those are the ones, let's check with them, see what they say, and, and like clockwork, one of the white men was like her, and, and Beto, and Andrew Gilliam, and, 
nothing against Beethole or An- Andrew Gilliam, but I don't agree with that. I don't agree that they're on the same level, level as Stacey Abrams. They're not. Nobody asked either one of them to speak because they're not. And that's what I'm saying, like, this uh, this thing where people, we're getting to the point where we are so sloppy and so fat and so just fucking ridiculous that we don't even understand excellence. Like, we are just so used to fucking piss-poor bullshit, we don't understand excellence, and that's that I fear, because I'm an excellent motherfucker. I was raised to be excellent. I have all my life striven, stroven, strived to be excellent, to be the very best I can, even at something that I not don't particularly like, and that is one of my faults, but I read an article that gifted kids tend to be that way, when we do something and we're not excellent at it right away, we lose interest, and that is me totally, that is me totally, I, I, if I, I am, most things that I pick up, I'm good at, I'm extremely good at sports, academics, whatever it is, most things I pick up, I'm very good at, if I'm not right away good at it, I lose interest, call it a fault, whatever, this is how I am, um, and I, and, and so, I, I feel like though, but like, damn, am I gonna be needed <laughs> in the future? Like, are we gonna be, people like us, gonna be needed in the future? And this is not a millennial drag, but I feel like it kinda stopped at Gen X. I feel like the millennial, the younger millennials, not, not y'all 40 year olds, but the younger ones and the, and the ones after them, the Z's, the X's, the F's, the F-150's, whatever we on right now, the Jujubes and the Lemonheads, whatever they call it right now, I feel like like, only saving grace is, you know, we'll be dead by the time the motherfuckers get to get control we be dead, but like, I, like these kids, I don't know, like I just, I fear that when, when, when Trump first got elected, I was like, okay, and I still kind of think this, I don't think I'm not, and I could, listen, I could be totally wrong, but I, people are like, oh, the world is shifting and we're going into a dark era I don't really think that, I think this is a blip, I think this is, this is like, um, like the Nazis, if you look at the, if you look at world history, right, World War II, the, the, the Nazis, they had the Holocaust and Third Reich and all of that, and it rose up in Germany, and for a little bit, it looked like it might take over, and, but it didn't, it fell, right, because it just didn't, at the time, though, it was a big deal, but now we look back on World War II, like, the, the Nazis, it's a failed state, Civil War, same thing, the Confederacy, I mean, that was a long-ass time, people's whole, I mean, slavery lasted for a long fucking time, right? Whole last uh, 500 years, slavery lasted, they fought a whole Civil War, and during that time, I'm sure it felt like this is gonna be forever, but it wasn't, Civil War fought, and it fell, right? And now we look back at it, it was, it was a blip in time, Right? It was, if, if, it's, I guess we're that, uh, saying, what is it, the universe, I always get it wrong, the thing about justice, where progress is slow, but the universe bends to justice, or whatever it is, I actually believe that, I know it's cheesy, but I believe that, and so, I feel like Trump is a blip, I don't feel like, it's even, even if for some reason, I keep telling y'all, I don't think he's gonna make it, I also don't think he's gonna be re-elected, but let's just say he is, even if he is, I don't think it's it's a trend. I think this is a blip. I think a lot of things happen. Like I told y'all, the Russian interference, people being dickheads, people not understanding the seriousness of the situation, um, voter suppression. A lot of things, uh, gather, a, a huge storm gathered to, to cause this, right? And 
it's going to take a minute, it's going to take a long, the, 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 the saddest thing about this is, and I said this before it happened, the saddest thing about it is, it's not that it, it's not that he got elected, I mean, that's sad enough, but like, the damage that has been done, people think that if, if we wipe Trump out, we're not going to be, it's going to be another lifetime to undo this, like, we have done a lot of damage, a lot, the federal judges and all this stuff that got appointed, whether we get Trump or out, them people are going to be there. So people are going to be pressing their civil, we're we going to be electing, you know, the colors and the blacks and the browns and the women's and all that. I believe that. I, I believe that. I, I just, I think I could be quite, I could be optimistic totally. Again, everybody has not announced yet, but I think of out of all the people who have announced, I think Kamala Harris is the strongest, and I think she can, I think she's going to win a Dem nomination. And you know, she hasn't really got started yet, but I think when she does, she's very impressive. I think she can beat Trump. I might be wrong. Again, and it, it not, you know, if we get the voter suppression together, if we get the bots, and, and, you know, Twitter's trying to help with the bots, they're doing what they can, you know, they probably could do more, but, you know, assuming we don't have, assuming people get their heads out of their asses, and, and we don't have them flipping votes and doing it, and that's a big assumption, I, I agree. Doing it, a lot of the stuff that happened in 2016, I think she can win, and I think that people who don't see it, again, are failing to read the room. Same thing, a point last night, Stacey Abrams is a, she's a black woman, and she got up there, and she delivered that speech, and you see, like, that, if you can look at that and say, oh, nobody black can win, we gotta get beat or we gotta get some white, you're not, you're missing the moment, you you're don't have an appreciation for the moment that we are in cause I'm telling you, the Joe Bidens, the, the, um Cory Bookers, the first of all, first of all this is just my opinion, this is just my opinion, I, you know some people are of the opinion that oh, let all the people declare, and let them all fight it out, and let them all I, I, I don't agree with that I think that's actually asinine I think that's a lack of acknowledgement for the lateness of the hour. We are at a very late hour, okay? We, the, the days of, uh, there's a lot of people operating as if the things that have happened between now and between then and now have not occurred. This is not 2008. This is not 2004. This is not some, this is not America as we know it. Well, yeah, let's have all the candidates. It's not. We are in a dire situation. Our republic is hanging on by strength. And we really, in my opinion, don't have time for that. We don't have time for eight different people to be running. First of all, half of y'all have been running for all your lives, so we already know your platform, so we don't need the Joe Bidens. We don't need the Bernie Sanders. We don't, we don't need the Elizabeth Warrens. Anybody that's already been out there, we don't need them. My personal opinion is the Dems, and this goes back to what I'm saying about Nancy and Chuck we'll see how they handle this, because it's my opinion that they should not run, all these people should not run, people who have no ability, experience, capability, or range to win this, the Cory Bookers, the Beatles, in my opinion, um, the Bernies, um, you know, Warren, I won't say, you know, I, I, I don't think I don't see it for Warren or Gillibrand only be, I would see it for Gillibrand if Warren wasn't running, but I think them two just split their little, whatever little piece of the white woman vote they gonna get, I think they cancel each other out um, but we need to get behind, listen, we need the, the one candidate who is, who is our demographic who do we need to win, who do we need to come out and vote, people of color and the youth who can fucking motivate that constituency to come out, the Obama, let's call them the Obama coalition although I don't really like that term because when you say Obama coalition it automatically goes to these swing white voters and we know that wasn't it we know that wasn't it 
who can get the young folks who don't want to vote or who don't vote, the people of color, who can get them out? And again, I'm not talking about these rah-rah niggas. I'm talking about regular, regular people who know the stakes and who are practical, who understand that elections are not meant to solve everything. Who you vote for president is not going to solve all of the problems in the world, but it's, it's a start. It's how you get and you get that person in there, and then that's how you start taking away um, like the Republicans have dormed for 30 years and that's how they got this boot on our neck now because they've been tinkering away while we've been bullshitting looking for the perfect candidate and being in, and fucking sinking candidates that can win and I think I think that they need to get behind and in my opinion it's Kamala Harris but whoever they think it is they think it's Gillibrand, they think it's whoever get behind them and show 100% support the same way the Republicans do because that's the way you're going to beat Trump because we know what Trump is, we know what Trump is, we know what he stands for, and we know who's going to vote for him, they're not swayed by reason, they deplore, they don't give a fuck, they are deplorables and they, they just vote for him right, and so this logical <sighs> nuanced whatever you want to call it, not nuanced I'm not really sure, it may be nuanced it may not be nuanced, I can't, I don't really know yet what I want to call it I lean toward not nuanced um I lean toward doing the absolute most with the absolute least professionally, but I don't think it's the time, like, listen, y'all know I'm a Marine, right? And so I do, I use war references because that's what I understand, okay? And when you are in the field, right, and I'll make it, I'll make it more um, expansive for people who are not in the military, and I'll use Game of Thrones, which a lot of people watch. And you're in the field, right, the Battle of Bastards. The enemy is on one side, you are on the other side. The enemy is down there, they are strong, they are united, they are coming for you. It ain't the time for us to be like, okay, you know, we got these eight different generals, they got eight different styles, um, you know, let's just break off into eight factions, and we'll all fight all different factions to come at the, you're gonna get slaughtered. That is not what you do at the late hour, when the enemy is there, when the battle is there, no, we have one general, we have one purpose, these are our orders, we follow them, let's go. We work all that other shit out after we kill those motherfuckers over there that are trying to kill us. And I feel like, I feel like we're at that, that moment, and I feel like because people, again, they're not educated, they're not well read, they have no experience, we have all these little young kids jumping out, 20, 25 years old, they think nobody knows nothing but them, even though most of them never been off the fucking porch, you can't tell them nothing, they have all this access to information, yet they know less than anybody in the history of the world, I don't understand it, but that's how it is, running around thinking they know better than everybody, and willing to just sink the entire ship, because they're a little fucking candidate, or their little one fucking issue, that they can't get unstuck from, that occurred at a time when they weren't around, and don't know the context, and the and the, and the, the, the lives of the people at that time and trying to apply their 2019 limited knowledge to things that occurred in 88, and 87 and 77, before they were even a fucking, you know squirt in their daddy's balls and they want to sink everybody off of that it's not the time 
So I personally disagree with that. I'm not going to tell because, I, you know, listen, I got to pick my battles. And y'all know if y'all listen to this, I've been hollering since 2016, and I just really can't do it no more. So I'm not going to tell anybody not to run, but I actually think it's a mistake. I think it's a mistake to have all these Democratic candidates. I really do. It's different when you're pres- you have a president that is going out right, and a new person has to come in, like, okay, the president can only run two terms, and a new person has to come in, so yeah, in that situation, you can have all, you know, have all the candidates, because we don't know, we don't know what's going to be next, and we don't, you know, the Democratic president is over there, so that's what you do, right, but right now, at this time, at this place, at this late hour, I personally think that they should get behind who the, the strongest candidate, who in my personal opinion right now, is Kamala, I don't, I don't, I don't see... Joe Biden is going to fall flat. This Starbucks guy, he's going to fall flat. Those people, they are failing to read the room. They don't understand that we don't see it for these old white men. We, it's not, it's not going to happen. Stacey Abrams, Kamala Harris, those, that's what we, we have been hollered. We are people, the, the Democratic base is people of color. Those midterm elections told you something. And if you're just going to skip over that and go back to 2016 and be like, oh, well, we need, you know, a white man to be the white man. That's not going to work. You need the exact, we need the epitome of the opposite of what Trump stands for. And that's not, none of these white male Democrats, I'm sorry, it's not. It's not a white male savior. Like, in these days and times, in this in this era, you're going to say, oh, Beto, oh, okay, so the young white liberal savior, he's going to come save all the blacks and the brown. Like, it's not, you're tone deaf. You're not, you're not reading the room. So, I think that it's a mistake, and I think it could possibly be a, fat- a fatal mistake, because all it's going to do is get these fucking knuckleheads stirred up again. Oh, I want Bernie, and I want this, and I want that, and it's like, you have shown through 2016, that you are not responsible enough, and this is my opinion, y'all could disagree if y'all want to, I do not care, you have shown that you're not responsible enough to handle those kind of decisions, you are not able to vet candidates properly and vote for the best one, how do we know this? Because Trump is president, because you got spun up on Russian bots, and you got spun up on email, and you got spun up on super predator, and all this nonsense that the Russians threw at you to spin you up, so that Trump could get in office, and you just took it hook, line, and sinker, so you're not responsible enough to handle choices. Ain't that what we tell people when they're growing up, when you're getting raised? Ain't that what your parents tell you? Until you can show that you're responsible enough to handle the car, to be out so-and-so, to do this, to do that, and I'm not going to give it to you. And you all have not shown that you are responsible enough to make the proper choice. You don't have the maturity to go for the greater good. Everybody in their own, well, if it ain't the person I want, and she don't, she a prosecutor, and I don't like cops, and so... I'm not going to vote for her. I'm just going to let Trump get elected, who's a fucking racist motherfucker who don't give a fuck about nobody. I'm going to let him get elected because Kamala Harris is an AG and I don't like cops. You're not responsible. You're not mature enough to handle the responsibility of vetting a bunch of candidates. So I don't think that there should be a bunch. I think they should pick one, two, not maybe one or two. Like, I know it's early. Like, uh, you know, maybe three tops. Like, it's early fine, we want choices we want to hear different, fine, Kamala Warren, Gillibrand three candidates, or I don't know, you don't think it should be females, fine Kamala Booker, who I'm, I don't know who gonna vote for him, 
and and you know Warren, whatever, whatever, Biden, Kamala, Gillibrand, whatever. You want three? Fine, fine, three, three tops. Not the Starbucks dude, not Bernie, not goddamn Joe Biden, not um whoever else gonna jump into it. Just my opinion. I don't think people are. I don't think people are responsible enough. I don't think people are responsible enough to make the right decision. I think all it's going to do is is have people running around like they was the last time and getting pissed off when they when they candidate who they they favorite don't make it. Now they're going to be pissed off and not going to be able to vote for the other one. Like this, like we're going to get rickrolled again. I just we're going to get rickrolled again, and I, it's just like I, you know. So I, I don't I don't I don't think that's a good thing. So, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to speak on that that long, but my point is, I fear that we have, we have gone so far left that we, we, instead of, like, making a sharp turn and getting, you know, back right, we might just have to keep going left. You know how, like, you know, if you keep going in one direction, eventually you'll get around the globe? I feel like we're at the point where we're past the point where it makes sense to go right, and we're at the point where we just gotta keep going left to get back around. I feel like that's, and that's what I fear, because I feel like we're never in, gonna get back to, and, and not that we were in a great pace <laughs> prior to, to Trump, like, George Bush really wreaked, all of this really goes back to George Bush. Okay, that wreaked a lot of havoc in the world, and it's responsible for 9-11 and all the shit that's happened since. George Bush really did a lot of damage, but even with that, we still were at a decent, we were not where we are now, where we are now is beyond ridiculous, we are officially in foolishness, and, and, and I don't even know what else to call this, okay, and I just don't know, I don't think, even if, even if he's the peace, or he's, or he's, uh, dies, or whatever, we get him out of there, the damage that has been done is not gonna be easy to undo, even even if somebody comes in and they're pressing all these policies, it takes time to push these policies, and then you're gonna have legal challenges, and he's stacked the federal courts like, you know. So, I you know I I'll just leave it there. Um, I I don't know what else to say, but I you know we, we're we're in a bad way, and I'm not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Um. AOC got, you know, she has them in fucking shambles, and she got, had them in shambles again because she didn't clap, or she didn't stand up, look, all I took that as is, again, to my point, we are so far into ridiculousness, it is not, the whole standing and clapping, that is a stunt, those are partisan stunts, that is not something that is required, you can just sit there and eat your food, you don't have to stand, those are partisan displays, that's not, like, a normal thing to do, like, there are plenty of people who just sit there, they don't budge, they don't clap, it's not necessary, it's like if you in a le- imagine being in a lecture, and every time the, the professor says something that you like, or whatever, to, to have the class stood up and clap, I mean, uh, yeah, you could do it, but it ain't normal, you know what I mean, like, that's not, you're, uh, clearly, you're trying to make a point, I don't know, cl- people will be like, what the fuck they doing, what is, what is that, you know, like, so, I don't, like, I don't even, I just, again, we're just so silly, we're just so silly, like, that that was even something to comment on, oh my gosh, she didn't even clap on the bipartisan part, she don't have to clap on the, nobody has to clap at all, not on their parts, not on the bipartisan parts, nothing, you could just sit there and listen to the fucking speech, you don't gotta get up and clap, so if she don't wanna get up, she don't have to get up, like, it's not a thing, 
So, like, ugh. moving on from that, I talked on that way too long. Um, so I was not, I, I, I was not going to mention this because I was going to wait until the whole thing is over, and I'm still going to wait until the whole thing is over. But people keep asking me why I didn't say anything about the attack on Je- on Jesse Jossie, whatever the fuck his name, Jesse Smollett. Listen, I believe in not being part of the problem. I believe in if you're part of the problem, you're part of the solution. So. I have been silent on that issue, but this here my podcast that y'all come listen to from my point of view, so this is what I will say. I have not said anything purposely because personally I don't I, I think Jussie Smollett is a stunt queen. I'm just going to say I'm not calling him a liar because the fact the investigation is ongoing. There are no facts out. He could very, it could very well have been be, been what he said. I just personally don't believe that story, and I did not believe the story when it broke because it did not ring true to me. It's and you know I heard people. I, I saw I, as it broke over the day. I didn't say anything. They said something about the letter that they sent. I saw a picture of the letter, and people were like, "Oh, the letter looks like out of a movie." And I'm like, "Yeah, it does. It looks like out of a movie. It does. Looks exactly like it's out of a movie. You saw that letter, and you thought it looked like it was out of a movie. Why? Because you've seen movies. I saw that letter, and I thought it looked like out of a movie. Why? Because I've seen movies. Like." Only in movies do people send letters with cut out, you know, that's shit only in movies. Think about it. When the last time somebody sent a letter that's with the cut out letters, they only do that shit in movies. Now, you know, and when they do, they doesn't, listen, I think he's a stunt queen. I don't know what happened, but I don't think that, I don't think that the story he is telling makes sense. Okay? I find it very odd that they, that, Listen, I live in New York City. I think New York City is similar to Chicago where there are cameras everywhere. I find it very odd that this thing happened on the streets, but they didn't capture it on cameras. They, they looked cameras all night, and all they found was two random individuals who were completely unidentifiable walking after hours and hours of scouring, but they found nothing. I'm not saying he's lying. He may very well be telling the truth. I personally think something happened to him. I don't think it's as he described. Um, the phone thing, a lot of people like, well, you know, why did they need his phone? Why would he want to turn the phone up? That's a perfectly, that's a perfectly, um, legitimate position to take. However, if I reported to police that I, I was attacked and they, and they, and they, you know, and oh, and by the way, I was on the phone with my manager when it happened, you know, he heard it and they asked me for my phone, I would give them the phone because yeah, sure. Here you go. Here's the call. The only reason I would not give them the phone is if I know, and y'all, listen, y'all know if y'all listen here, y'all know I do true crime, y'all know I watch Joe Kenda and all that the only reason I would not give you the phone is because I know that you're gonna check it for my phone records and it's not gonna be there now, could the police get a warrant and check his phone records anyway? Yes, of course they could. I, I, I Listen, there are perfectly legitimate reasons I understand not to give your phone over however, I believe that if if this is what you're saying occurred and you want this person to be caught then you would give the phone over, number one, num- number two listen, y'all know what I used to do, anybody new to this podcast y'all might be getting right, mad right now but I used to work in counter intel I was an uh, intelligence analyst I, I, 
I chased high value targets, high value targets. Some of it, Laden level high value targets. We capture them, we interrogate them, we get questions from them, we get the information we need from them, and we move on. Okay, so that is my experience. I did it for seven years, and my experience is dealing with fucking people who lie and getting the truth from them and, and understanding when stories don't make sense and not matching with the information I already know. Okay, so that's where I'm coming from. I'm not, again, I just, I don't. If I had to guess what occurred, I think I think something occurred. I think there may have been an individual there. I don't know. Something occurred, what they were doing, I don't know. But I, I don't, I, I just, the other thing that I find odd is like he's on this tour now, this I Was Attacked tour, but I'm not hearing anything about the investigation. I'm not, typically... One of the one of the ways, I mean, there's a lot of ways. Some people are really good liars and really make up stories. But one of the one of the ways that um, police can tell that somebody has a lot of people are familiar, or you might not be with the Susan Smith case. That's a lady who said a black man came and took her her kids. When that story came out, black people immediately, and I remember, we immediately did not believe that story. Why? Did we know anything about that woman? No. Did we know? Now, the police ended up doing an investigation. They found out different things that showed she, were lying, she was lying. But black people didn't believe that story instinctively because she said that a black man jumped in the car and took her car with the kids in the back. And we as black people know that black people don't do that. A black man is not going to, he'll steal your car. He'll rob you. But he's not going to take a car with little white children in the back. If he don't know them white children in his back, when he figures out that he's going to find them white kids on the side of the road, little mother, he's going to put those children out because a black man knows that I can steal this car. I might can even assault that lady. I'll do a little bit of time for that, but these fucking little white children back here, they're going to try to put me in jail forever for that. And I just don't fuck around people's kids, right? And so that story and did not, as soon as we heard, as soon as black people heard that, I remember distinctly, I was like, mm. you know, number one, first of all, as soon as you say it's a black dude, we suspicious, because again, that's what they always say, and the story didn't make sense, so when it came out, she killed her kids, everybody was like shocked, black people was like, mm-hmm, I knew that story didn't make no sense, that story didn't make no sense, ain't nobody gonna let, ain't no black man gonna take your kids, right, so it's sort of like the same thing here, it doesn't make sense to me that it wouldn't be on camera, um, it doesn't make sense to me that you wouldn't give the phone, and I know all these Perry Masons on Twitter got all these examples of what they did, listen, that may all be well and good, but the number one thing that'll give you, give you away, when, if you're, if you're, if you've staged a crime or something like that, you're not, usually when somebody has been assaulted or hurt or, or attacked, they want the person to be caught. So they will follow up with the police. They will come back. Hey, you know what? He might have looked like this. And, and, you know, they'll give you extra information. They'll keep following up with you. They'll keep following because they want the person to get caught. Perhaps there's something that we don't know about it, but he's out on a tour now talking about the situation, saying things about the situation. There's not a lot of, you know, I don't hear, and the guy's still out there, and they, you know, they're not investigating. Like, I don't hear any of that, that you typically hear when something has occurred, this person assaulted you, they called you the F word, they said MAGA country, which, listen, another thing that doesn't ring, ring true to me, who says that? I understand that people, but they either say MAGA, or they come all the way out and say make, make America great again, I'm in MAGA country, listen, 
Y'all ask me for my opinion, I'm giving. I'm waiting for all. I haven't said anything because I'm waiting for all the facts to come out. I'm waiting for the investigation. The story does not ring true to me. I find it really odd that this thing occurred and they don't have anything on the camera. Um, you know, I find it really odd that they put... It's looking very, it's looking very Tawana Brawley-ish to me. It's looking very... What's the guy that had the talk show that used to stage these swastika attacks? And he, uh, Maury Povich. It looks, it just, something about it is off to me. And honestly, I think it's very stupid because I think they're going to find out. And then you're going to be in a whole lot of trouble, dude. Because you out here, or you got celebrities tweeting for you, and you're going to have people looking really crazy if you made this shit up. So... I hate to say I hope it happened, but, like, I hope it actually happened. But I, personally, am, I don't believe that story. I'm not saying he's lying. It may very well have occurred. What You know, he may very well have been attacked. But I am waiting for the investigation. I didn't believe it when it came. I didn't retweet it. I didn't do none of that. Because I just, it didn't ring true to me. I saw that letter. I was like, this looked like the letter from the bodyguard, the movie. <laughs> you know, they had a noose. They ran off. Like, I, what? So... They put the noose around your neck and was going to do what? Hang you from the building? Like, what was the plan? They didn't pull up in a car, so they weren't going to take you anywhere. They didn't, did they take anything from you? They didn't take your phone, so it wasn't to rob you. So, what was... Look, perhaps I watch too many true crime shows. Perhaps my past, you know, I'm super suspicious. That is true. I don't believe the story. I, I, I think something else may have occurred, and he made that story up, and I don't know why, and I don't know why he's playing with the FBI and these police, and and I hope this is not a stunt, but I think it is, and I don't know the purpose, and I don't know why you do that, other than you are a stunt queen, who doesn't understand how sick, because a hate crime, that's a federal charge, buddy, that's a federal charge, they're not gonna just brush this off, they're gonna find out, whatever occurred, they're gonna find it out, and then they're gonna, if you made this shit up, or it wasn't how you said it was, you gonna be in big trouble, dude. Getting fired from your job is gonna be the least of it. So, that's all I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna wait. I think it's very odd that we've not heard, we've heard him, he's telling his speeches, he's going around, we haven't heard anything from Chicago police, because they are investigating, and they are not trying to fuck up. They are not gonna come out and call him a liar until they have proof that he is not telling the truth. 100% 100% proof, and then they're gonna come out with it, I guarantee you, whatever it is they're gonna, they're gonna come up with it, he had a rope around his neck they're gonna test that, they're gonna try to find, if, if you, they're gonna find DNA, if you wasn't smart enough when you put that rope around your neck to, to, to not have your DNA on it or somebody else's DNA is on it that you didn't mention, that might have helped you pull this stunt so I'm not calling that man a liar he may very well have been attacked but I just, his story that he told does not ring true to me and it sounds like something that was made up and it sounds like something that somebody would do as a stunt because you know, they want to force themselves to the front as an activist or make a point or look, this is going, this is what is going on and, and 
that's what it's looking like to me, I could be wrong, I hope I am wrong, because if it turns out that I'm right, it's gonna be a, we already having enough problems with, you know, these people taking us seriously, and, and it's all kind of, you know, listen, whenever these type of things happen, I don't like it, because I'm like, you making it harder for the people who actually get attacked, people are out here, transgender are out here getting killed, people are seriously out here getting gay bashed, people are seriously out here getting attacked, and just fired, and just, all kind of shit because of this fucking guy in the White House is emboldening all kind of ignorance and if you out here pulling stunts, it's just it's not gonna be good, so I'm just gonna wait and hopefully, hopefully they find something to show that this man did not make this shit up which leads me to my next subject which is something that came to forefront today, now listen, I'm just gonna say all of y'all that be in the shade room, I'm not, I'm not judging going to gossip sites, I'm not judging, I, be, I used to be on TMZ, Perez Hilton, all that, not so much anymore, because I have Twitter, but I used to go on that stuff, so I'm not judging, but I feel like the shade room is the bottom of the bottom, I feel like that is for bottom feeders, who thrive on negative energy, and go into that shit, like, the, like, it's just the stuff that is on there, it's just like, get a life, and so apparently, the girl from the Instagram, who I just found out her name's Jess Hilarious, um, who I never really thought was that funny, anyway, and, but apparently she took that lame shit all the way to TikTok, I don't know, I'm doing something wrong, like, I, I'm like, I don't understand, you know, how these people get these, these opportunities with this, like, minimal talent, I'm not being a hater, like, I'm, I just don't think they're very talented, I don't think they're very witty, I don't think they're very funny, and I just don't understand how they get all the way to a TV show, but maybe, maybe, maybe I got it fucked up, maybe I'm the one that's not, you know, just missing it, I don't know, but, um, she called some dude a faggot, um, you know, he was coming at her, coming at her, coming at her, I guess, and somebody said actually he was coming at her, like he was dragging her, he dragged her to like death on one account, and then when she blocked him on that account, he went to another account, was dragging her on that, they said he was really, really at her neck, and so, but her response was to call him a faggot, and her reasoning was, well, you know, I'm sorry, but I had to defend myself, and, you know, just like with Kevin Hart, and a lot of people, you know, you guys, again, like I said, homophobia is the last bastion of acceptable bigotry, you can call somebody a faggot, you can call somebody a dyke, and it's not like, people won't be like, I mean, you know, people might be like, oh, you shouldn't say that, but it's not like when you call somebody a nigger, when, you know, the world stops, and now even even white, like, that's the only thing that white, a lot of white people even recognize as being racist, like, people will be like, oh my god, right, there's recognition that you should not do that, and, you know, me personally, I'm the type of gay where I recognize that faggot is a hurtful word, and, and I, and, I, and again, I, like I just said, people have been killed and, and all of that, but I'm just, I am not, I don't, I'm gonna put this, faggot, n-word, dyke, whatever the fuck word you are using to try to demean somebody or dehumanize somebody, I'm not that nigga, you, that shit is not gonna work on me, you're not gonna call me a nigga and crush my spirit, you're not gonna call me a nigga and hurt, you might get punched in the face, right, or you, you definitely gonna understand that you, you know, it's definitely gonna be an issue, it's gonna be a problem, I'm combative, okay, it's gonna be an issue, but I, you're never gonna, you're never gonna, like, break me down by calling me a name, because I just wasn't raised that way, again, we grew up fighting on the schoolyard, you could run your mouth to a certain point, and then somebody was gonna pop you in it, and then if you had to fight or not fight, so, I'm, you know, this, I, you're never gonna kill, and I understand, like, I'm not trying to belittle, any, I understand people are hurt, killed, beat, 
beat up, call faggot all the time. I get it. I get why it's a triggering word. I get, but I'm just saying for me, the way I'm built, you're not gonna, you're not, because the, the, when a person is calling you a faggot or calling you a nigga or whatever, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to belittle you. They're trying to hold power over you. They're trying to take that confidence and they're trying to make you feel less than and they're trying to, they're trying to make you feel like you're not worthy. And, you know, they are, first of all, the arrogance that you think that you are in a position to judge anybody and, and try to other anybody when you the, a piece of shit, right? So you can't, it's not going to work on me, never. You can't. You can call. You call me whatever name you want. I'm. We just gonna go at it. Like it's just just it. So, you know, I don't. I don't. I won't say I won't get up in arms. I. I don't get up in arms, but I do. You know, with the Kevin Hart thing and everything, I'm just like I'm at the point, and perhaps this is wrong. Some people are like, "Yo, you can't be that way. You always gotta teach. You got listen. Y'all teach. Okay. Everybody has a calling. Teaching is not mine. I. I just. I. I. That's. I'm. I'm just right now. I'm like, listen. It's 2019, people are gay, people out here, we've been gay, we're going to be gay, people, gay people have been forever, it's, it's, you think it's one way, but it's the other way, all these little ignorant little thoughts you have, you think sexuality works in this little small, tiny fucking box that you live in, and it really just does not work that way, and I'm not going to spend the rest of my good years that I got left trying to explain shit to you, you got free Google, you got a library full of books, you got your own fucking brain, you can read, you can, you got the whole world that you can explore and see what's going on, and you can, and you can fucking evolve and get educated and not be ignorant if you want to, you are choosing to stay in ignorance, you choose it, that's that, then do it, I'm not here to teach you, so, if I'm wrong with that, I'll be wrong, but I, I'm not that, I'm not that nigga, like, listen, this is what it is, you think it's that over there, but that's, you, I'm not gonna be arguing with you, I'm not gonna be back and forth, you wanna talk all that, you know, man's man, and talk, and all that toxic masculinity, and all that shit y'all got over there, do it, do it, do it, leave me out of it, leave me out of it, I'm not gonna try to convince you, I'm not gonna debate with you, I'm not gonna argue with you, cause you're wrong, you are wrong, you are wrong, period, that's it, you're wrong, you can say what you want, you can have your opinion, and all of this bullshit, people think all their little opinions, and what the fuck they want to think, and how they feel, I don't give a fuck about that shit, I got facts over here, I got facts, and science, and verified, and checked, and re-verified, and checked, and the experts, and the doctors, and the psychiatrists, and people who are studied, and learned, and know things, and have not just run in their mouth, but have taken the things that they think have occurred, and have tested it, and if it doesn't work out, then they trash that, and they try another one, and they test that, and they take the statistics, and they take the numbers, and they add it up, and they tabulate, and they come to a conclusion, okay, according to the data, it's this, 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 and this, those are facts, and I understand that research can be, you know, your bias can enter into your research and all that, but there are ways to protect for that, and that's why some people, that's why you hear things like, oh, that's been discredited, or that's not a verified source, or they didn't use blah, blah, blah methods, which have not been, you know, the methods they use have not been approved, whatever, whatever. It's ways to count for that. That's what I deal in. I deal in facts and things that are true. You over here arguing dumb shit, shit that's been disproven, your church, what your mama told you, what your daddy said, what you thought over here, what Dr. Phil told you, what you seen on Oprah, you know, well, you know, the ten girls you've been with that you judging every woman in the world based on these ten fucking women that you have experience with, and therefore every woman in the fucking world must be just like these ten women who happen to be just the ten women that your bum ass could pull, there's just a whole world of women out there that's just not even available to you that you don't know anything about, like, you, you do that over there. 
I'm, I'm, that's, I'm not arguing. Like, I'm tired of that. Like, you know, that's, that's, that's a trap. Like, you could, fucking, people say don't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who is who. That is no sure thing has been said. Because when you are arguing with a dumb person, you are dumb too. So, all of that shit, I know what it is. Y'all know what it is. People trying to spin it and, you know, back to the Kevin Hart thing, or he apologized, he never apologized, oh, well, you know, he lost bags, you know, he, no, you didn't, nobody ever really loses, nobody loses opportunity, you can, you can lose opportunity for calling somebody nigger, you can lose opportunity for being racist, you don't really know, there's no really repercussions for being, you know, homophobic, because it's the last batch of the bigotry that's actually accepted, where people think they have a moral stance, and they fucking Bible, or they fucking opinion, or, you know, the church told them this, or the pastor told them that, and, and, and they just stuck on that, so, I don't, you know, I, I understand that she's not Kevin Hart, I don't, I, again, I didn't even know she's on a TV show, people talking about she's gonna lose her job, I don't, I don't, we'll see, we'll see, but like how, like the way you lose your job is there gonna be pressure on you, right, the only time you really get pressure for saying anything is when you say something about a white person, cause then glad and all them motherfuckers will come for you, and that's a lobby that you don't want on your ass, but as far as black people, like, you know, y'all don't stick up for us, y'all, you know, it's always a well, you know, well, you know, with y'all, so, like, who who's gonna pull her job, Who who's gonna press for her to be gone cause she called this man a faggot, okay, and gays, this is what I'm talking about, like, stop, I mean, I don't even know, I don't even want to get into it, but like, there ain't, we don't have no place we could go just for us no more, like, everywhere we go, these straight people up in our clubs, and it's like, y'all got the whole world for y'all, we got these little one or two clubs, and here y'all come, but that's what happens, y'all let people get too comfortable with us, we call, gay, listen, straights, the same way, it's, it's crazy to me, because people get it when it's race, but as soon as you turn to sexuality, all of a sudden everybody go dumb. The same way black people can sit around and call each other a nigga, but white people can't, because number one, you can't, and because number two, you don't know how it's used. Number three, we are using nigga in different contexts and different meanings, and like, we understand what we're doing with it, but you don't, and even if you did, you, you don't have the, the, the privilege to use it, okay? Same way it works with gays. I can call it me and another gay person call each other the fag, we call each other the dyke, whatever, because we are talking to each other, we have a shared experience, we're talking about ourselves, and we know exactly wh- how we're using it, and we're not using it to demean or dehumanize anybody, okay, y'all come around us, and, and, y'all, and, y'all, and y'all think that y'all can say the shit we say, and you can't, and then your excuse is, oh, I'm not homophobic, all my friends is gay, oh, yeah, all my friends is black, I got a black friend, that's just how y'all sound, you can't, you can't, you, you're getting too comfortable, you're getting too comfortable, and it's our fault, well, it's your fault, I don't play that shit, y'all letting them get too comfortable, okay, as soon as you can go on the club, listen, gay people, we the shit, we got all the swag, we got all the style, we give y'all everything, we give y'all life, we give creatives, and we give all the shit, so of course y'all wanna hang out with us, we the shit, of course, Y'all act like y'all coming to act like y'all doing us a favor. Like y'all, oh, I'm an ally. That's nice. We don't need you in the club, though. Go be an ally in your own fucking club. You know how you be an ally? You don't call people faggot. You don't harass transgenders for what bathroom they want to go to. You call people by the pronoun they ask you to call them by, or the name they ask you to call them by. You don't be a fucking obstacle. You don't be a fucking asshole. You don't be just another thing in a person's way, knowing that you got you are somebody yourself. They got a million things in your way because you black and you got all this shit in your way. But now you want to be the fucking asshole to somebody behind you so you can feel like you got one up on them. Don't do that. That's how you be an ally. 
So, you know, you don't got to be in our clubs. You don't got I, I get so, like, and I hate to say this because I get it. Like, people are trying to be supportive. People are trying to be allied. And I appreciate it. I'm not, I'm not trying to down that. But, like, when these things happen, like when the Jesse thing happened and when the thing with Kevin Hart happened, it'd be, like, more straight people on the TL than gay people. Gays, we just be leaned back. And it's like, it's like, is this, what is this? Like, let, is it his performance, is it a show y'all be breaking it down like I said last week but you gotta understand intersectionality that's a very straight way of looking at things I don't think gay people really we use those words because it's how you understand and it's how we make people understand but it's not like y- y'all just be y'all just be hammering away at the tweets and it's like nah, that ain't really it that ain't really it. Like, y'all can just chill. Like, like when something with a gay person happens, just let gay people talk. See what we saying. See how we reacting. Like, y'all just jump out with the boss. And it's not intersection. Like I said before, you, you would not call, the only reason you call yourself a black person or a black woman or a black man is because you're dealing with these white people. And so that is your interface with them, right? But to yourself, you don't, identify, you You would not identify, you're just a woman and the color you are, you only have to, it only has to stand out because of the world we live in, so, when y'all was on this, oh, well, you know, is he black first, is he gay first, and argued, it was a bunch of straight people, and there was a couple gays in there trying to make some sense, but even that, after a while, I seen all the gays, was just like, hey, whatever, y'all go ahead, y'all got it, because it's, it's, that's, it's, that's not it, he is a, he, him being, he's a gay male, like, it's not an intersection, it's just who he is, y'all the ones that try to separate things, because y'all always want to make gay like it's something else, it's not, y'all want to make, y'all don't understand, gay is as much of who he is as his color, as his, you know, vision, as what hand he writes with, as how tall he is, it's, it's, it's not, it's not a separate thing, we don't look at it as separate, like, I hate that shit, oh, you, you know, when you, I, that's why, that's what I tell a lot, like I said this before, when I go to networking events, I tend to grav- gravitate to, even though the LGBT things tend to be predominantly white, like overwhelmingly white, and it's like, oh God, but I tend to go to those more than I do to the women networking, because at the women networking event, I, I'm a race, like, I, if I don't want to, you know, oh, we have these goodie bags, and this lipstick, and all this girly shit, like, I don't do that, and it's, oh moms, you know how the kids are, it's like, oh, it's very gender stratified, and it's like, dog, it's more, it's, everybody in here ain't straight, well they might be cause we, people like me avoid it but like it's, it's, it's y'all, y'all assume things that, that you shouldn't about people because you think that that's how people work, but that's not how people work um, and so you know, I don't I just, I get I like, I don't want to sound ungrateful, like, I appreciate that straight people are, are, you know, jumping to defend them, but sometimes I think y'all do too much, and sometimes I think it's almost, like, performative, because y'all want to show, it's like a, um, virtue signifying, oh, I'm gonna say, speak up for the gate, it's like, eh, you're doing a lot, and, like, you really not, you really don't know what you're talking about right now, like, you're really speaking, you're not gay, so what, what are you talking about, like, you, you know, you don't really, you don't know how we feel, yeah, you know it's probably not good to get, like, attacked and bashed in the face, because you probably can, you know, um, relate to that as a black person, but not really, because he's not being bashed just because he's black, they call him, a, according to him, they call him a faggot, you know, so that's a different, it's a different thing, and so, you know, I don't really, I didn't really rant on this, but I just, 
that ear that, that is, it sticks in my crawl just a little bit when I see because every time it's like y'all go up and it's so performative and I look at the gays on my TL and we just be like what you know watching like I guess everybody does it because we don't be tweeting so I'm assumes everybody does the same thing I do which is to scroll look at this what this in it what now oh go, he go think peace on me got gay and black okay oh is he black or is he gay oh intersection oh oh okay what is this one oh this is this girl oh okay and she's talking about how glad oh, okay like that's <laughs> ain't none of these people gay like that's how like that's how I go through it like oh, okay y'all doing a lot and sometimes I'll interject and sometimes I won't but uh, I just I don't that virtue signaling it really I don't like it cause it's like y'all don't be having no virtue like y'all just want to look like you have virtue and argue with people and, and make your little fucking points and it, it just goes back to what I was saying at the beginning like ugh, I'm just over all of it so um alright so I'll mention the Super Bowl really quickly um I told you I had I have that was like I've been I had no interest in either one of those teams I hope the Rams will win but it turns out the Patriots won uh, you know people saying it was a boring game I don't think it was boring I thought it was a really good game I thought both teams played really good defense I thought both teams understood that the defense was going to have to win the game because you got Tom Brady you know is coming back at you know he's good for coming back to the last minute and you got the Rams who are a high scoring team up to that point so the Patriots got ready you know like I don't I don't understand why, I mean, because it, they didn't throw up 54 points, it was not a good game. I thought it was a really good game. I thought the defense played the fuck out of that game. That's why the it was so low scoring. Like, I, you know, I just, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. It's like y'all sound, I, y'all sound like casual sports fans, which I guess it's okay, but it's like it wasn't a bad game. I don't think the ratings were down because it was a bad game. I don't think the ratings were down because of that New Orleans shit. The motherfuckers won't let that go. I think the ratings are down because people are tired of seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I think people are sick and tired of seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and they want to see a team that, you know, somebody else. Period. Like, they're tired. I mean, I, I said it. I'm tired. I, you know, I'm tired of the Patriots. Like, it's every year they go. And, um... When I was younger, the team that used to always go was the 49ers. And I was a 49ers fan, so I didn't mind it, but people used to complain. And now I kind of, I mean, I don't because, look, the best team should go. And if it's the Patriots, it's the Patriots. You don't want them in there, then you should be able to beat them. Nobody's going to beat them, so they'd be in the Super Bowl. But I get it being a little boring. Like, okay, the sixth time they're in there, you know, all right. And the Rams, who really gives a fuck about the Rams? Like I said, I just, I don't think it was down, I think it was down because the teams that were in it, nobody gave a fuck. Last year when we played, it was like, oh shit, you know, we was high flying, can we beat them? We beat them. You know, um, I just don't think anybody gives a fuck about the Rams. And the Patriots is like boring. Like, okay, Tom Brady's gonna win again. So, you know, we'll be back next year. Um, yeah, but I thought it was a good game. I thought, I, I, it wasn't as super exciting, it wasn't super, you know, high scoring, but I didn't think it was a bad game, I thought they all played very good, I mean, and the game basically came down to the last minute, in, in a half, which, you know, I don't know what y'all wanted, like, football's the two sides of the ball, you got offense and you got defense, and defense wins championships, whether you know it or not, and that's why at the beginning of the year I was telling y'all, I didn't think the Chargers were real, I didn't think the Chiefs were real, even though the Chiefs were a little bit realer than I thought they were, I didn't think they would get that far, but it's like, yeah, those teams score a lot in the AFC, but a lot of them AFC, they don't play defense, their defenses are not great, so yeah, that's why you throwing up all them points, like college ball, but like, you running up against teams with like, the Patriots, they got rings, rings, they gonna 
play defense. You think the Patriots won just because, you know, just throwing the ball and, and not playing no defense? Nah. So, I thought the game was good. Mm. All right, so, I have a suggestion for a new podcast that I have just found. Y'all have heard me on here saying I wish it was more lesbian center podcasts and not no no disrespect millennials, but y'all podcasts, I don't know what the fuck y'all be talking about. I y'all be I just they ain't for me. Y'all point of view, the shit y'all be laughing at, the shit y'all be talking about ain't for me. I'm like these fucking millennials. I just, I can't listen. I've tried them all. I can't listen to them. Y'all on there giggling and just saying dumb shit, and it just ain't for me. And I was like, Lord, please, can we need more content? We need more lesbian center. And I found one two days ago called Your Gay Aunties. It, dog, it's my generation, it's Gen X, so it ain't a bunch of crazy talk, but they have guests on there, like they had guests from the other um, podcast I told you about that I like, Queer Walk Podcast, they had them, those two hosts on there. Um, really, really good, I love it, they're funny, they, the rapport is great, they make jokes, they crack jokes, it's Your Gay Aunties, is so good. Gays, y'all listening or not gays? If y'all interested, go check it out. I, I listen to it on iTunes. It's probably on other stuff too. But your gay aunties, why? Hey, yeah, gay aunties. It is good. I love it. I've been listening to it nonstop. Um, I've also been listening to Gladiator, which is the Aaron Hernandez um podcast. Pretty good. Um, yeah. Oh, and lastly, but not leastly. So I've been hearing y'all talking about this Love After Lockup show, but I never watched it. I watched 60 Days In, you know, I watched the, the, the Atlanta um joint. I watched a lot of stuff, but I never watched that one. So Friday, I was like, let me turn on this show and see where everybody's, because everybody I know be talking about this show. And now I see that shit. <laughs> that shit is crazy. That show, it's the, the boy with the braids. Y'all didn't watch this show. Who was doing his, I gotta know who's doing his micro braids. He just got out of jail, right? Who was braiding them braids up? It's crazy. The show is crazy. The one, the one, um, guy, he married the girl, she got out of jail. I just, it is fascinating to me, people out in the free world, marrying people in jail. Like, I just, you just gotta be the worst failure of a human being to have access to all this freedom and people with free, you know, free, and sweating somebody in jail that's locked up. I don't get it. The one girl, she they said she scammed men out of 800,000. Look, she was in jail for 10 years showing them boo pictures. Look, scam, girl, scam. I'm not hating on you. Game recognized game. Them niggas knew you was in jail. Them niggas knew you was, you know, they were sending you money. That's on them. A fool and his money is soon departed. I don't have no problem with that. You know, I, you wasn't lying. You wasn't you wasn't being deceitful. Them niggas knew you was in jail. They knew you was on drugs, and they were sending you money. So, hey. I don't know what you want from me, but um, I'm glad I finally watched it, I'm hooked I'll be watching with y'all now, Friday night is a perfect night for it, that joint is crazy alright um, I didn't put up no Genghis Kicks from last week, we're going on the Genghis Kicks now I didn't put up no Genghis Kicks from last week, cause like I told you I looked around like, I didn't really see none, but it's some this week, so I'm gonna put a few pairs up um you know, spring and summer is coming, I keep saying but seasons keep rolling around. I said it was Christmas. Season keeps rolling around. It's just more trash. I think we just in a trashy era right now. But um, it's a, it's a few that I'm gonna put up this week. The um the ones that I've actually, I don't know if I'm gonna get them, but I'm gonna try anyway. Um, let me see. Uh, the listen, Ablo Virgil is a scam. But I liked his off-white sneaks. I didn't think it should went past them. I don't know how he got a whole fashion house off that shit. But the sneaks. We're dope. 
so his um the tens are coming out i never get them but i you know i'm gonna try um I'm gonna try to get them. I got you know a little notify on, so I'll I'll it's a couple it's a couple decent pair coming out um, this week that that I'll put up for y'all. Um, the, uh, KD got some Aunt Pearls coming out. Uh, they all right. I, I like the old the older shape. Um, for y'all that like the foam posits, there's some women floral foam. I like that floral pattern on anything. I don't like foam posits, but I like the floral pattern on anything. So those are coming out. I put some of those up. Um, they keep putting out these ugly Air Force Ones. Rihanna was rocking some Air Force Ones on the gram, so I guess they're going to be in style. There's some floral Air Force Ones, if y'all insist on wearing them. Some, um, so it, it, it's, it's, some, it's some kicks coming out. So, um, yeah. I, I, I have some up this week. I didn't put none up last, last week, but it's, it's, some, it's a little bit of hot fire out this week. Alright, so I'll put it up on my, um, at Gingaskells on Instagram. That a lot of y'all don't follow me on. Wish y'all would, because my Twitter following is way more than my Instagram following. But um, oh, and this is what I want to tell y'all before I sign out. Um, y'all know I'm studying for the California bar. Take it at the end of the month. I got I'm gonna got some new stuff coming for y'all, but I can, I ain't got time right now. Once the test is over, I'm gonna start. You know, I'm gonna be on the YouTube channel more. I'm gonna have guests some more, and it's gonna be you know it's gonna get live again. But y'all understand I'm studying right now. I just don't have time. Um, thank y'all. Rate me please on iTunes or Instagram. Star me. Um. You know, I, people have been rating me. Thank you. I see y'all. Um, sound, SoundCloud, all of that. Um, I'm gonna set up. I'm not gonna do a Patreon because again, that's a lot of work. But I'm gonna set up. If y'all want to donate or or Cash App or whatever, I'm gonna set up a way for y'all to do it. Um, you know, tell your friends, retweet me. Thank y'all. I see y'all on on Twitter at me. The, the podcast email thanks for asking podcast gmail.com if y'all sent something, I'm going to check it tonight, I promise but most people tend to kind of hit me on Twitter if you want to ask me any questions you want me to answer, any topics whatever, y'all know how to get me um, yeah, so um, thanks for listening and see y'all next week, peace <laughs>